Welcome to 100% Elite. I am your host, Jeff Engler. This is episode 11. Now, with everything going on with this coronavirus stuff, um, I feel like I'm just going to jump straight into the news and get this thing started. Uh, there's a lot to talk about with this whole... Um, I mean, it's just a shit show going on, man. It's it's really crazy. Uh, everything, I'm sure you guys don't want to hear more about it, but it, it's now affecting our uh, our pro wrestling, guys. It's, uh, it's hitting it big time, so uh, we're going to get right into it. So amongst all of the other cancellations that are going on, um, AEW has... Uh, has moved a show from uh, Rochester to Jacksonville. Um, so they've also pushed a couple shows back and uh, changed dates on shows. So um, Blood and Guts is not happening uh, in Rochester. So it will, I guess, be in Jacksonville. Uh, maybe we'll still get that match. Maybe they're just going to push that match back until maybe these things have calmed down. Um, they're doing it so the coronavirus isn't spread any faster than it already is. That's why all these big events are um, canceling or not doing fans or anything like that, just to slow down the uh, contaminated uh, rate so that hospitals can catch up and, and things like that. Because if we all get sick all at once, there ain't enough hospital beds, there ain't enough quarantine zones, there ain't enough medicine, which I guess there is none right now, to handle the amount of people. And that's what other countries are going through, where they're canceling everything. I mean, shit, Italy is on lockdown. I think only grocery stores and maybe gas stations are still open. I don't even know about gas stations. So, it's fucking crazy. It's absolutely a shit show. Um, so, um, with... All this coronavirus stuff out of the way. Uh, we're going to just talk some pro wrestling. Maybe this will take your mind off of it. And, uh, so that's it. That's it for me. Just telling you that they changed some dates. Um, uh, other than that, everything that we know of is still going as planned. Hopefully we can get past all this. But shit. I mean, there's places. I mean, schools are closed down for like 30 fucking days. Um People are talking about at least uh, 13 days being off of work. Like, we just got a uh, a message that they've been sending out to city workers, um, saying that they are going to be here. Let me look. Um, be prepared for a three-week mandatory citywide quarantine. Only hospitals and pharmacies will remain open during this period. Police will enforce the quarantine. So, I mean, there it is. Three fucking weeks. So that's not 13 days. That's three weeks. I was a, a little off. But so people are going to have to <laughs> get bar I barricaded in their houses, basically, and, and bunker down, try not to get everybody sick because this thing is killing people. And I know everybody says the flu kills people every year. The flu has, we have vaccines, there's 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 medicines for the flu. This has no, there's no way of stopping it. And it's anybody who is over a certain age that has any sort of like heart disease, diabetes, anything like that, it's fucking killing them. It's straight up just go, running through people and it's going at a fast rate and it's, it's airborne. Literally, you just have to cough on somebody or be near somebody and you're going to get it. Um, so I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. And we just had four cases pop up in the hospital that's like the closest to my house. <laughs> so the shit's very real, um, very, uh, it's kind of, it's pretty crazy. It's, uh, but anyways, so enough. That's it. That's as far as I'm going to go. So uh, after this, no more. So next bit of news, um, the Exalted One is supposed to be appear uh, next week. Uh, we're supposed to get that news. Um who it is, um, I, I'm still in speculation. I don't think it's going to be Matt Hardy. I think it's going to be that Brody Lee or his name was, um, shit, Luke Harper. That, that, I think that's what his name was in the WWE. So I think it's going to be him because Matt Hardy is still not signed to a contract. 
Um, he still is a free agent. There's the next bit of news actually is about Matt Hardy. He's got a a wrestling date scheduled for Northeast Wrestling. Now that it's like a WrestleFest, um, they have not shown who he's gonna be wrestling yet, but uh, we know that Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara are gonna be at both. They're both gonna be at that event wrestling. Um, maybe each other. Um, so that'd be an, I mean, that'd be a nice one. That'd be a nice one to, to see. Um, I think that's, um, going to be, uh, pretty cool. If Matt Hardy does end up uh, going to AEW, I think he is. I don't think any other, co- uh, company, cause he's saying, he, you know, I'm basically vetting out all the companies. I'm, I'm seeing where I want to go. Uh, he knows he's going to AEW. It's the only one that's going to give him the creative freedom and has the money to back him on all of his ideas. And that'll be, you know, pumped out to all for all of TV to see. Uh, NWA, sure, he could, he, I guess he'd fit right in, but that broken character there, it just would be, I don't know, way too different. His his style of wrestling right now, he's you know older. He needs to change things up. He he said it in many interviews. So I see him being more of a in a leadership role. The Dark Order thing would have been great for him, or him being in a tag um, in AEW. You know, teaming up with somebody like a Darby Allen or anybody like that, so that the matches aren't as single based. So he's not you know having to go for as long or you know tagging out is is a good way for people to heal up and do stuff like that so they're not working as hard each time unless they're doing a fucking um you know barn burning young bucks kenny omega and hangman match (laughs) then uh usually tag matches are a little bit more laid back gives you know somebody else to take most of the heat the other guy just gets most of the offense and you can kind of tell who's going where from what um, but anyways, uh, other news, Dr. Luther has finally signed a contract with AEW. Um, <laughs> I guess we're supposed to be excited about this. Uh, he hasn't really shown me that I should be excited about him. Uh, hopefully this, you know, death match stuff that he's, uh, known for is, it will show up. I just wasn't into whatever, you know, he was, he's a Japanese He's not a Japanese guy. He was doing those kind of matches in Japan uh, <laughs> a long time ago. So him and Jimmy Havoc have been having this feud. And so hopefully it comes to a head soon. Hopefully we get to see him uh, go all out and, and, and show us a true death match. And um, I don't know. I think it'd be... I, 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 I guess it's a, a way to get Jimmy Havoc in there because I like Jimmy Havoc. I like that acid rainmaker, even though it's just a rainmaker, just put acid in front of it. Um, <laughs> ripping off Okada's uh, <laughs> gimmick there, but I don't know. I like the staple gun. I like his little entrance and the, you know, his uh, vignettes have been really cool. Very Dexter esque, you know, serial killer type of thing where he's got all the the plastic wrap and all the tools to just uh, butcher people up. It's kind of cool. I, I'm I'm digging it so far. Um, that's it for the news, guys. That was it. Um, so we're going to hop right into Dark. Uh, dark this week was actually a full uh, episode of Dark. It actually had four matches. Um, there was actually some good matches on there, some new people. Um, I don't know if it's their debut, if, they're, if it's just their... Um, chance at getting a contract or uh kind of like how big swole was where she went out and did a couple matches and then they offered a contract backstage um hopefully they did that for one of these performers because it was i mean it blew me away but we'll get to that match when we get to it um the first match was jurassic express versus kip sabian and peter avalon now jurassic express they're they're fucking, they're all superstars, man. They really are. They're so over that. I mean, the crowd's going nuts. Um, in this match, it was Luchasaurus and uh, Jungle Boy um, versus Peter Avalon and Kip Sabian. Now, Peter Avalon had Leva Bates with him, 
and Kip Sabian had Penelope Ford. Obviously, Penelope Ford is so hot. Um, but they kind of had, you know, a little bit to do with this match, a little bit of interference. Uh, Luchasaurus looked super strong this match. And by now, you guys know my opinion on Jungle Boy. I think he is the future of this company. You know, that five to seven years, he's going to be that top guy who's holding that AEW World Heavyweight Championship belt up in the air. And um, I just really think he is. I think he's got charisma. I mean, he's he's a super fucking talented athlete. Um, and this tag team is really coming together, man. They're just looking more fluent each week. Um, but they win with this uh, Jurassic Express wins with this really cool double team move. Um, and yeah, another another win added to the Jurassic Express uh, little um, uh, ranking that they have. <laughs> the rankings really don't mean shit. That's why I don't talk about them, guys. I, I could go over them each and every week. They change slightly each week so it if you want to check them out they post them on twitter every week um but they really don't mean shit because they put people together and start feuds it's not like just the number one contender is going after certain people or they're going up a list uh or it just i don't know it's kind of wonky so far but maybe once we get in more into the middle of the year um it'll start to show up a little bit more how they affect. Because last time we didn't get a full year in before they reset. So maybe full year's worth of matches. We'll get some higher numbers. We'll get some more people. So maybe it won't be so booked so even. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, this next match on Dark, um, this fucking weirdo Servantino, Servantine or whatever, Cornetta, Cornette, uh, dude, get some different gear, or I don't know what you got to do, but you can see your dick and balls as soon as you walked out. It was fucking disgusting. That dude was <laughs> literally, if you didn't catch it, go back and watch, because as soon as he walks in, it's just right there. It's right in the camera. It was fucking weird. My wife was like, you can see his tiny dick in his balls right now as he's walking in <laughs> so i couldn't even uh take this guy serious the rest of the match i mean he's basically just an enhancement talent he's just a jobber jimmy havoc comes down and <laughs> the jimmy's gonna kill you chance start <laughs> the crowd just basically knew he was getting uh, obliterated but uh I literally have it wrote down here in my in my notes. Dude's nuts were very visible. <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. Um, so Jimmy, I think he just needed this win, maybe to put him up a little bit more. That way, when Luther and him go at it, they you know they are somebody. You know what I mean? They actually have some wins under their belt. Um, maybe to put this feud a little bit more meaningful because right now we don't care because they were both lower level guys, you know, get them some wins, get them up there, build the feud a little bit more. That's the kind of stuff that all of us pro wrestling fans really love to see. So I think that's where they're going here, but he hit, he hit the acid rainmaker. Um, and then here on dark, they, uh, they flashed to Dasha, Dasha, had this snakeskin dress on. Oh boy. If you don't watch Dark, you're fucking missing out. Because that girl is ridiculously hot. Um, I didn't even notice that Tony Schiavone was there the whole time. <laughs> I was looking at her and my, and my wife's like, what are you looking at? What is it? And she goes, oh, okay. Hot girl. I got it. But she's in a snake dress. Um, she said it was for Jake the Snake because uh, they were in that town. But anyways, super hot. Um, the next match was, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Abaddon, something like that. Um, this girl looked fucking freaky. She really did. She was like a, I mean, zombie-like. Uh, she had blood coming out of her mouth. One of her eyes was white. The other one was red. Um, there's blood all over her face. 
and she really played this gimmick well. Like when she came out like that, I'm like, oh, this fucking hokey shit. Like it, it, uh, you know, because I'm not really into the like the fiend and shit like that. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. It, it just I don't know. Luchasaurus is about as far as I go with the hokey gimmicky shit like that. But this girl, holy crap! And I think Hikaru Shida. Okay, so that's who she was facing. Hikaru Shida. She came out. And Hikaru Shida sold that girl's gimmick like so well. She, you know, was startled, like, oh my god, what what the heck is going on? Like, uh, it was just so it looked very sincere. Like maybe that was really the first time she's seen her. <laughs> it was like, uh, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> um she kept trying to bite Shida and and like licked her face and Oh man, this this match was really entertaining, and I really enjoyed it. I hope they sign this girl, um, that Abaddon girl. I mean, it would be a great. Um, she can have some really great matches with some of these girls, especially how freaked out they probably all are. Because I was sitting there going, "What the fuck is going on? This is great," but it's like. I mean, she looked really, I mean, her ma- everything was done really well. It wasn't too hokey to where she was, like, walking weird or gimmicky. But, you know, she looked pretty fucking creepy, that's for sure. Um, but Sheeta gets the flying knee, uh, hits her, pins her for the win. Um, g- you know, good, uh, another notch on Sheeta's belt. Number one contender. I mean, the girl's on fire. I think they're going to be building a feud between her and Nyla. For the women's championship coming here, double or nothing, if we get to double or nothing. Um, so this next match was Sunny Kiss and Brandon Cutler versus Private Party. Um, Brandon Cutler has grown in the ring exponentially. Like, this dude is getting more fluent. His skills are getting better. I mean, there was a spot in this where he just, I mean, he was all over the place, man. It looked like he was, uh, you know, watching a Young Bucks match uh, too many times because he was just diving in, diving out, uh, over the ropes, leg kicks, uh, uh, you know, over the top, leg drops, all kinds of cool shit. The dude was on fire. Um, Private Party looked good. Sunny Kiss um, had some cool athletic spots, but... I'm telling you, it, it has nothing to do with his gimmick, why I don't like him. I don't like him because it looks like uh, it looks like when he hits somebody that he's hitting them with fucking pillows. doesn't look like he's ever could get a win from anybody. It looks like if they put him up against Marco Stunt, that Marco Stunt would beat the shit out of him. That's how little his hits look. I just think he needs to... I mean, he did the ass-shaking spot again, uh, whatever. It... None of that stuff bothers me at all. It that I could I could get behind that, whatever. Not I, not I could get behind that. That's weird. Um, I just I think he looks like he's not trying. Like he doesn't want to hurt anybody. I guess. But you need. I mean, it's fucking pro wrestling. You need to look like you can do some damage to somebody. Lay them out and get the pin. That's the whole point of all this. It's a simulated fight. Uh, when you look like you're tapping people and not doing anything, then how are we supposed to believe that you're ever, ever, ever going to win? You're not. You're never going to win if you keep wrestling like this. It's not like you listen to this podcast, but Sonny Kiss, please stop doing this shit. Do moves that are solid. Go in there. Chop the fuck out of somebody. Do some suplexes, get a different finisher than these, uh, you know, splits and stuff like that. Or hit one of them that actually looks like only do it off the top rope or something to where your gimmick still looks like it would hurt somebody. I don't know. Put them in a submission that looks weird. I don't know what you need to do, but this isn't working. It's really not. It's not getting over with anybody. Um, So... There were, I mean, there were definitely sloppy spots in this match for sure. Um, but, you know, hit the gin and juice. Private Party hit the gin and juice. Got the win. Uh, the Death Triangle came in and beat down 
everybody in the ring. They just beat the fuck out of everybody. I mean, it's the Lucha Bros and Pac. They pretty much are a brutal team of brick shit houses. They're just amazing. Came in, cleared the ring. Um, Pac got on the mic and said, no one is safe. Uh, you know, Joey Janela runs out. He gets a beat down. And finally, the best friends come out. And they kind of, I don't, they didn't scare him off because they just kind of rolled out of the ring. And the best friends did their hug spot and, uh, you know, all, all is good. But in all reality, the best friends in Orange Cassidy versus Pac and the Lucha Bros. Oh, dude, the Lucha Bros and Pac all day. They're getting their ass whooped. No, like the best friends are getting their ass whooped. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, the Lucha Bros are just sick, man. Uh, they had a match on Dynamite. I can't wait to talk about it because it was fucking awesome. Um. But yeah, that was dark. Uh, not bad compared to that one fucking match that we had last week, huh, guys? <laughs> so, on to Dynamite. Dynamite this week, I thought was actually really good. Um, it started off really hot. Uh, the Cody and Ortiz match was, in my opinion, really good. We got to see Jake the Snake come out with Lance Archer. So now we know Jake the Snake's client is Lance Archer. Lance, Lance Archer. Um, he looked kind of like uh, what's that guy? Uh, I guess it's Shawn Michaels. Is that his real name? Not Shawn Michaels. Um, fuck. What's the guy from uh, Rock of Love? The dude from Guns and Roses. <laughs> Brett Michaels. That's his name. That's who he looked like. Or like uh old American badass taker. <laughs> oh man, I was I'm hoping that they give him the limp biscuit fucking keep rolling rolling fucking theme song when he steps out. <laughs> this uh this match though, this match was actually really entertaining. Uh you had Cody with uh Brandy and Art Anderson. Brandy Keep doing whatever you're doing. Just keep coming out. Let me see you on TV. Um, wearing these uh, nice little outfits. Uh, but yeah, uh, Ortiz had Santana with him. I think it was actually a really good match. Uh, Cody ended up uh, submitting, you know, making Ortiz tap with the figure four. Um, and then Chris Jericho interrupted the end uh, of the match. The elite and- hey, Cody! Kenny! Hey, Matt! Hey! Hey! Listen, you might have got the upper hand tonight, but don't forget what I said when I told the world that the champion and the inner circle is putting the entire All Elite Wrestling roster on notice. And in two weeks, at Blood and Guts, we're gonna beat the hell out of you pumpkinhead dipshits. And by the way, you might be wondering where your brother Nick is at. Where's Nick Jackson? Well, we just ran into him in the hallway, and uh, I think he's got a little bit of a headache. Oh, what the hell? Oh, my God. Oh, by the looks of things, maybe an entire body ache. (laughs) You better call a doctor, or more importantly, come back here and pick up your trash. We'll see you in two weeks. Let's go, boys! Man, the inner circle getting ruthless. They had Matt Jackson laying out bloody underneath one of them. Uh, it's like a, it's like one of them graded um, doors, like the big sliding doors. Um, and he was underneath it, like he was trapped. Man, it it was great imagery, that's for sure. Like it looked like. Uh, he was really struggling down there. Inner Circle, just running wild. Running wild, man. They're like the best faction in all of pro wrestling right now. Besides the elite, obviously. But I really liked this segment. It showed, uh, you know, the more aggressive side of AEW. I like that stuff. Um, so the next match on Dynamite was Chris Statlander, Hikaru Shida, Versus B. Priestley and the champion Nyla Rose. 
Now this match actually was very great for uh for the women's division. I think it really put in place like uh I don't know what should have been happening this entire time. But everybody looked like they knew what they were doing out there. B. Priestley looked really great, really stiff. Uh, Chris Statlander looked like she really had something to prove because of that, you know, uh, that match at Revolution with Nyla Rose didn't go like the way that she planned. Um, I don't know. It it was actually really good. Nyla ended up, uh, you know, getting the beast bomb on Sheeta for the win. But as soon as it was done, B. Priestley started beating down Nyla Rose, uh, really laying into her, and picked up the championship uh, belt and was like, I'm the type, you know, top gaijin or whatever she calls herself. Um, I like B. Priestley, man. She actually does a really great job out there. She knows what she's doing. She's really a great talent that they should have had this entire time. She's been doing all them spots over in Japan. She lives over there now with uh, Will Ospreay. That's her boyfriend. Um, he is a New Japan pro wrestling guy. He just, uh, I think he just went from junior to heavyweight also. So he'll be going for the heavyweight belt. Um the dude is legit, uh, like super, super legit. I know Tony Khan uh, talked about he's been, you know, lending his guys to New Japan, and he he's like they've never really reciprocated. There is no, it's not like they never try or anything like that. But one of the people that I would love to see come from New Japan is definitely Will Ospreay. The dude is so legit. Him working in AEW would be awesome for him. And uh, for all of us fans, for sure. But uh, if I had to pick a top three out of those guys, it would definitely be Okada, uh, Ibushi, um, Kota Ibushi, and uh, and then Will Ospreay. I think those three guys are just super top-notch, legit. Uh, they could enter it into any fucking storylines. Maybe we can get another Kenny Omega-Okada match. That'd be dope. Um, so, guys... Um, CD actually cut a great, uh, promo. It was really funny. Um, it was him just kind of calling out the dark order and all their bullshit. Waiting for a higher power to reveal themselves. Hi, I'm Christopher Daniels. You may remember me from such videos as being the elite and Chris Daniels almost dies. And today I have a very important message for you. And that message is screw the Dark Order. When AEW started, the Dark Order had momentum on their side. They were undefeated and they were poised for success. However, that all ended the night they stepped into the ring with Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky, otherwise known as SCU. So they created videos targeting the lost and the frustrated and they introduced the Exalted One a shadowy figure whose favor people would strive to gain as they followed the orders of Stu and Uno. The only ones who saw any success were Uno and Stu. And for all the time they spent trying to convince you that I was the exalted one all along, that was all a lie. A smokescreen to hide the fact that Uno and Stu have no easy answers, and there is no exalted one. Now I know what you're thinking. Screw the dark boy. Christopher Daniels, how can you prove these bold accusations that you're making? Well, here's what I propose. I'm hereby challenging both Evil Uno and Stu Grayson to singles matches, wherever they choose. Be it on Dynamite, on Dark, on Pay-Per-View, huh, even in this parking lot. And when I beat you both, and no exalted one comes to save the day, I'll have proven to the world Evil Uno and Stu Grayson are nothing more than sad, desperate men. Screw the Dark Order. They suck. <laughs> Screw the Dark Order. They suck. <laughs> Pretty good stuff from uh, Christopher Daniels there. And so the Dark Order, um, they're done being our sponsors. Uh I mean, you heard you heard CD there. There is no exalted one, um, and he's gonna beat Stu Grayson and Evil Uno in singles matches. 
Uh, it's going to be great. But uh, they kind of fucked up here because CD put out this promo. And then later on that night, uh, AEW literally put out the Exalted One is coming next week. We guarantee it. <laughs> so it was kind of a ass backwards little segment. But I'm, I'm pretty sure we're still going to be happy with the end results, guys. Uh, they wouldn't have built this you know, big long thing with the Dark Order just to reveal that there's nobody or, you know, um, have it be somebody that we don't give a shit about. They're going to make this good. They've put a lot of time, a lot of effort. The vignettes have been great. They know that we are really excited for this and uh, uh, AEW has done right by us for a while. So I think this is going to be another home run uh, in that case. So the next match was the Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny plus MJF and Wardlow. So there's a lot going on here. Versus the Jurassic Express. So we saw them on Dark. They got a win there. It was pretty solid. Um, this match? Holy shit. The Butcher and the Blade were great. They were really working uh, Luchasaurus. Um I mean, holy shit, dude. I really thought this match was super entertaining. It really showed how fluent the entire Jurassic Express was. And Marco Stunt really got over here, man. He came out uh, just ready to fucking go, smashing his chest, uh, kind of taking over the ring, telling uh, Jungle Boy where to go kind of stuff. Uh, it was it was a pretty cool match, a very entertaining Um but right before the match started, when Luchasaurus was going to get into the ring, if you didn't see it, go back and watch it. He kicks Marco Stunt in the face accidentally. It was <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was uh, I mean, he straight up kicks him and then goes, "Oh God, sorry." <laughs> um, man, it was it was pretty great, <laughs> but uh. Uh, MJF actually looked pretty good, man. He sold the shit out of Luchasaurus. He made Luchasaurus look like the big guy, you know, taking the choke slams. Uh, I think at one point Luchasaurus choke slams uh, Butcher and the Blade at the same time, maybe. Uh, uh, it was it was just cr crazy all over the place. Uh, MJF ends up getting a, you know, tapping out Marco stunt, getting a submission win. Uh, with this weird arm bar. It's like a modified arm bar. Hopefully that's like an, an actual finisher for MJF. Because he doesn't really have one. Uh, he still doesn't have like. I mean he's got the double cross is what he calls it. But he's just stealing Cody Rhodes' gimmick. So hopefully he brings something else out. To where it's not this him and Cody feud. Uh, or maybe he'll just be the guy that copies the other people's finish just to like piss him off or something. I don't know. He he needs to come up with his own thing, in my opinion, that we can be like, oh shit, that's his, that's his go-to, that's his thing, that's his uh, telltale sign that maybe this is over with or this is gonna lay this guy out or you know something like that. I hope he comes up with something cool, maybe like a, a you know a homage to uh, one of his like top wrestlers or maybe he uses uh his his trainer kurt hawkins he can use his finisher stuff like that i just think would be a great little spot um this next segment on dynamite um was kind of hit and miss for me um brit baker came out to cut a promo i'm gonna play the entire thing it's kind of i don't know her promos are god-awful, but the hit for me, the out-of-the-park fucking Grand Slam, was uh, Big Swole, man. I think Big Swole came out. Her presence was great. The mic work was great. Um, really showed that she can come out there on live TV, live TV and cut a promo and not be so scared, uh, you know, not intimidated, uh, get on the mic and actually say some shit. Uh so, here it is. Tony, I'm so happy that you're here tonight. There's really not a whole lot else going on in Utah. I, I actually brought your favorite coffee. And I don't want to be rude, I would have brought you all coffee, but I was told caffeine's a big no-no here. And I, 
actually, I'd prefer that we be sipping a couple cold ones, but in order to enjoy that, we'd have to hop state lines because that's also frowned upon. But, so, but we're here in boring Utah with this boring coffee, but that's why I'm here to shake things up, liven them up a little bit. I'll tell you what's not hard to find around here is sugar because I'm seeing a lot of high BMI and some really poor oral health. But I can help because I'm a dentist. Didn't you know? All right, Dr. Baker, you said you have something you wanted to share with us. Please, floor yours. I do. I want to remind all of you out there, and now that I'm getting a better look, I'm seeing a, a lot of very similar looking faces, almost like we're a, a giant family reunion, which is okay. I still, I still want to tell all of you to pursue anything and everything you have a true passion for. You can get that job promotion. You can be the construction worker. You can be the janitor, the plumber, the dental assistant. We can all achieve greatness. And that's why I'm here, to be your role model. And I will lead by example each and every one of you. Well, I'm not so, to be honest with you, you and I have been out here a lot. I'm not so sure we're, you're making a lot of friends here. I cannot thank you all enough for your warm standing ovations each week. Again, I am here to be your role model. I, I get that, but I, I'm not so sure. Oh, oh, wait, keep, keep talking. Keep talking. Big swole. You know, because that's what you do, Brittany. You talk. <laughs> I mean, you act like I don't watch the product. Like I wasn't going to hear you running your slick mouth. Why are you hiding behind Tony? PSA, boo, he don't even like you. I don't know why you're out here anyway. It's not like you have any amount of relevance here. The only person in your household wrestling cares about is your boyfriend. <laughs> I'm a married baby. Come on. And, and Britt just running from Big Swole. So Big Swole had Britt Baker running out of there, kind of showing her what's up. Um, I really enjoy Big Swole. She's, uh, um, I think she's just great. She's a great finisher. She's uh, a lot cleaner than any of the other women in the ring. Maybe she'll bring out something in Brit that we haven't seen. Who knows? So uh, I'm thinking this is going to be a match next week or maybe just a feud building up. Um, hopefully Big Swole just smashes her, uh, makes her look like the jobber that I think Britt Baker is. Um, I've given her enough chances, guys. I really have. I don't want to sit here and shit on Britt Baker because sometimes she says some good stuff. But the stuff in the ring, unless she's doing the heel spots that are easy to do, it just doesn't look like she tries. Uh, I don't know if she needs to go back to like wrestling school or go go through some more basic training and just just so she knows. I mean, at this point, guys, I, I don't know if she's doing it on purpose or not. That's That's how much I think that this is a work, like that she... Because even on her face, it looks like sometimes she's just like, okay, just get through this shit and leave. Or maybe she's got stage fright and she doesn't. she's trying not to fuck up. 
or hit anybody too hard or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. If you go back and watch any of her matches, it's just, I, I don't know. It's difficult. It's difficult to believe that she is, you know, a, a dominant women's uh, athlete. That's It just doesn't look like that to me. It looks like maybe she's not botching it on purpose, but maybe she's trying to go back or, or trying to go over to NXT and be with her boyfriend and... Uh, she knows she's in a contract that she can, really can't get out of. I I don't know. It's just it's weird why she wouldn't just put forth the effort um, that I think that she could. Cause she, I mean, she looks good in some parts. She looks really good. She just needs to clean it all up and get better. Um, that's all I got to say about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But. Uh, I like Big Swole. That's that's for sure. Um, this next match was uh, Joey Janela and Private Party versus the Death Triangle. Um, so this was kind of set up through Dark a little bit uh, with Joey Janela coming out to help Private Party. Um, the Death Triangle, obviously, the one getting, uh, you know, doing all the beating down. <laughs> and uh, dude, Death Triangle has new theme, has new imagery. Um, fucking cool ass pyro they all three come out together this is definitely a trio now this isn't just a singles guy with a tag team you know uh they're fucking gonna run through some people hopefully now that they have this established because it looks like they're breaking off teams into trios teams for these uh these six-man tags um when them titles come man put them on the fucking death triangle. Holy shit. Seeing those guys with the gold and uh, being the fucking top dogs. I mean, they, they're the most brutal out of any of them. So, I mean, it just makes sense. Um, at least in my opinion. It makes complete sense in my opinion. Um, but, yeah. Dude, it, this thing looked fucking hardcore. It looked super brutal. Uh I mean, Joey getting kicked in the fucking thigh by Penta. He got kicked like three or four times this match. That just sounded so vicious. Um, but they were, they started off brutal, man. Uh, the Death Triangle just came right at all of them. Uh, just, uh, it was so fast. It was so fast paced. It was, but in a good way, it was hard hitting. They got all their shit in. I think Joey Janela was probably the only one that was a little bit slower than the rest of the guys because the rest of the teams were very high-paced lucha style, um, just flipping all over the place and doing all sorts of crazy shit. Um, Private Party definitely had some cool moments though, uh, with Joey Janela doing some, uh, you know, some double teams, some triple teams. It was really cool to see them work together and kind of show off uh, what they could actually do. But Pac is nuts, dude. That black arrow on Joey Janela for the win, uh, it, it was just, I mean, he, Joey Janela basically took everybody's finishers tonight. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But they started beating the fuck out of all of them um, after the match, just keep laying it in, biting them and doing all sorts of crazy shit. I mean, they, they look like lunatics out there. And uh, the best friends come out and, you know, they get that, you know, they separate all the shit. They kind of disappear out of the ring and they're, they're kind of having that stare off. Um, so I'm thinking they're building a best friends, Orange Cassidy versus Death Triangle angle for um, hopefully a pay-per-view, man. Hopefully they hold it off and we get a longer style match. Pay-per-view, best friends, Orange Cassidy, uh, maybe the first or second match on Double or Nothing would be great because TV right now with no fans, them running it at uh, in Jacksonville uh, with this, you know, I said I wasn't talking about it, but that's coronavirus stuff. I don't think they need to be putting these big, big time matches out there they just need to not cut a loss but maybe just put out matches that are entertaining but nobody's gonna get fucking hurt you know what i mean that's why they i think they push back the uh, war game style uh, blood and guts match um 
so they can do it and it means something with a big crowd that's there and not scared. Uh, but Mox cut a pretty good promo, man. Uh, he had to sit down with JR um, after this match. They played it. Um, it was pretty good. Here it is. Great thrill for me to be here with the AEW Heavyweight Champion. We haven't got to chat since you, you uh, won the title. Congratulations. Glad to see you here. After last week's uh, conclusion of uh, Dynamite, I wasn't so sure when I was going to see you again, but be that as it may. You aren't physically cleared. The doctors have medically suspended you from being at the arena. You care to elaborate on your injuries? Yeah, I'm not feeling uh, very good. I'm pretty bent out of shape. I'm pretty pissed off, to be honest with you. That's about as far as I will elaborate on my injuries. But let's be honest, this whole game between me and the inner circle, it's only ever been about one thing. So let me ask you, who's the one in the game? Right now you're ahead, but one on five odds is daunting. How do you address that with people that say, champ, you don't have a chance? Look, I say what I mean, I mean what I say, I speak the truth. I told him on Wednesday on Dynamite. I said, if you want this back, I dare you. What about you, Hager? Huh? With your little power bomb, power bomb me off the stage. It was real cute. It was a nice touch. Step into the batter's box, bitch. Somewhere down the road, it would seem to me like it's almost inevitable. You and uh, Hager someplace, sometime. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, he's hit me harder than I've ever been hit by anybody in my life. And that's really saying something when you look at my resume. But at the end of the day, he's just another guy in AEW. You know, we're coming up on one of the signature success stories in AEW's young history. The success of uh, ticket sales in Newark. It's like a pay-per-view card. What's your game plan for Newark? AEW's blood and guts, pro wrestling is blood and guts. I am blood and guts, so I wouldn't miss this for the world. The inner circle tried to take my eye out, tried to paralyze me and my career. Two, three inches one way or the other, they would have succeeded but they didn't. Now the inner circle has a hell of a task in front of them with them elite boys. And I'm in their blind spot. And if you are as smart as you think you are, that scares you. So yeah, man, he's still uh, kind of going after the inner circle. I think the reason why they're still moving forward with this angle is, uh, so Nick Jackson is out. Kenny Omega has a cast on. So they may have to replace two people. Um, I think John Moxley is going to be one of those people. Uh, or if they're just replacing Nick and Kenny's still going to wrestle with the broken pinky. Um, I think John Moxley comes in and uh, is the the you know the fifth guy. I think he takes the place of Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson's out right now. The reason why they're doing all this hurt uh, young buck thing. Um, is because Nick Jackson just had a baby, uh, so congratulations to him. I think that's kid number three or number four. Um, I don't know how you do it. Uh, I'm one and done. One and done. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think this would be a great angle. Uh, John Moxley in the Elite versus Chris Jericho in his inner circle. Um, I think it'd be a bloody fucking match, man. The cage is going to have a top on it. I can already see Sammy Guevara um, climbing like the cage and hanging at the top, flipping onto somebody, uh, doing all sorts of crazy shit. Um, so after that Mox promo, um, so they kind of, you know, made Hangman have this mystery partner thing, and he, he kind of brought the Bucks together and were like, um, I just wanted you guys to be here when I uh, told you that I never, ever would ask you guys for help or to be my tag partner. Um, so we'll see. It's a mystery. And then uh, Dustin cut this little promo about doing some cowboy shit. And he doesn't care. The inner circle uh, needs a, a beatdown. So Dustin said, Hangman, I am your partner tonight. Um, let's go kick some ass kind of thing. I don't think this was planned. I think they had somebody else being his partner. I really do. I think uh, I think they had somebody else, man. It just didn't seem... It kind of seemed like last minute, like they uh, were like, fuck, maybe this isn't a good angle. Maybe you shouldn't come out right now. Or uh, maybe things just didn't pan out the way that 
they thought they were. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Lance Archer was going to be his tag team partner, and they and they cut to Dustin uh, because it would have been a little weird putting him in a in a tag match right away. Maybe he didn't want that to be his debut match. I don't know. Um, but this match was great. So it was Hangman and Dustin versus uh, Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Um, Sammy, <laughs> Sammy got his ass beat for the first couple of minutes, man. Uh, they chopped the fuck out of that kid. Um, but Dustin looked great again. Uh, I mean, the guy's at the top of his career. I pretty much say this every single time I talk about him. He just looks like he's having fun again. He's out there with all these young guys, still doing all the good moves, all the good spots. Um, his gimmick is 10 times better than before. But, dude, Hangman is fucking so over, dude. He is so fucking over. The, the, the crowd just hangs on everything he does. And the guy is on all cylinders just firing away. Everything looks so clean. Everything looks so hard hitting. He just looks like a fucking powerhouse, man. He really does. Um, he's he's rising to the top spots, in my opinion, man. He's getting up there. He's he's becoming one of my favorite people on this roster. I mean, I've always liked Hangman because he's part of the elite and he started off kind of white hot, um, just as they're like they're backup to the backup guy. Um, but man, he's he's definitely one of the he, you know top four. So, well, not top four. I guess it'd be top five because um, you got Cody, the Bucks, Kenny, and Hangman. Um, but I think he's top. Yeah, he'd be top four of the company. Is what I meant to say. Um, none of the elite. Uh, oh, man this match though if you guys didn't get to watch the ending match go back and watch it uh it ends pretty fucking great uh they both get their their finishers on sammy uh canadian destroyer from dustin a buckshot lariat from hangman and he gets the pin on sammy guevara but there's some crazy stuff here um jericho drinking a fan's beer which is Kind of fucking risky with everything going on. <laughs> but he's walking around, ooh, I'm hangman. I'm drinking a beer or something like that. <laughs> Look, I'm doing cowboy shit is what he said. <laughs> oh, dude, Jericho is so legit. He's still the goat, man. He's They're still singing a song, by the way. Every time he comes out, they're, they're singing the entire fucking thing. And when it cuts out, they're still singing. You can hear the whole crowd. It's pretty cool, but he's the bad guy. We're all supposed to boo him. Um, now, Sammy Guevara had some great spots in this match. He just—he looks like a freak athlete, man. He looks incredible when he's out there flipping and flying all over the place, but he, uh, he got some good offense in before he got fucking murked at the end. <laughs> so the inner circle... Uh, came down and started just getting laying the beat down on Hangman and Dustin. Uh, so Kenny comes in, slides in. Um, Cody slides in. They're both trying to save, uh, but the inner circle is just too many uh, for them to handle. So Matt comes in. Oh, no, he doesn't come in yet. Uh, they get they take Hangman and drag him up the ramp, and they're gonna do the power bomb spot off the entrance ramp. Uh, through the tables so they got him up hoisted up that's when matt comes in matt comes in super kicks fuck out of a bunch of people uh saves hangman from getting just obliterated and uh then gives hangman the finger (laughs) that's right mac jackson giving him the finger um before he gets laid out by uh jericho running up the ramp with a chair and I, they said that they'd never do it, but you got some some unprotected head some unprotected headshots with the chair from Jericho to Matt Jackson and Hangman. Um, Jericho just seems like one of them guys that uh, does something and says sorry later. 
you know, uh, in his Canadian, uh, sorry, sorry, eh? Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, he, I think he said it on a couple, uh, I mean, I don't think, I know for a fact, because I listen to his podcast, he says it all the time. He would rather, uh, ask, oh, I couldn't do that, uh, and just do it anyways, um, beforehand and then and then say sorry about it later or apologize for it after uh, because him trying to get something over rather than him just doing it and uh, dealing with the consequences after especially if it's good like it was I'm sure he didn't really have any uh, consequences for doing that they might have been like holy shit what the fuck Jericho oh sorry eh? sorry <laughs> um, but yeah that's when uh the, uh, the inner circle just kind of, uh, went off looking strong, standing up there. Uh, man, it seemed like we just saw this though. Last week they beat down all the, uh, elite guys and standing up there flicking off the camera or, or maybe that, didn't they do that to Mox? Something like that. It just, I think the end of, uh, tonight's dynamite was, it was great, uh, great spots, but I'm kind of over it now. If they do it again next week, it's just not going to feel the same. Um, who fucking knows? Um, so, yeah, that was Dynamite, guys. Uh, I want to know what you guys think of Dynamite. Uh, how uh, how you guys have been rating these last couple Dynamite episodes. So, uh, homework. If you guys have been doing your homework, then you guys have been watching a lot of good uh, pro wrestling matches. Um, But we are going to take this a little old school. Um, This was one of the matches that... It was the first pay-per-view I ever watched as a kid. Uh, This was the, the main event match. And it was The Rock versus Kurt Angle. Um... It was a great match for me in my childhood. I don't know if it still holds up. I'm actually going to do the homework this week and go watch that match also. But it's just a clear, vivid memory of mine. Uh, You know, uh, I'm not going to tell you the finish, but I remember it being a a very standing up, uh, wondering what's going to happen kind of match. So... It's The Rock versus Kurt Angle. It's a SummerSlam match. So it's a pay-per-view match. I don't know if uh, you have to watch it on the network or if you could probably just find it on YouTube. Uh, But that's your homework for this week, guys. Um, And again, tell me what you guys think of uh, all the homework that I've been giving you guys, all the episodes of Dark, Dynamite. Let's get into conversations. You can hit me up on Twitter at jengler 88 uh, the podcast Twitter at 100 Elite Pod. You can email me at xjeffe88 at gmail.com. So subscribe to this podcast, um, like and review it, and give me some fucking feedback, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you can find it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, Anchor, everywhere you guys get your podcasts. It's there. Type in 100% Elite. It'll show up. Uh, But the main important thing that I need you guys to do is share this podcast. Get it out there. um, Post it on your social media platforms on everything. Please, guys, I need your guys' help. Um, let's, uh, Let's spread this damn podcast as far as we can get it. I just want as many people to listen as as possible. I took off all the ads. This isn't about money. I just want, um, I just want to reach as many people as I can and uh, get you know get my voice out there, uh, get some more feedback, get some more uh, positive conversations going about pro wrestling, about uh, all elite wrestling, um, especially times like these when everybody's kind of stuck inside and. Uh, you know, shit's going on in the world. Some positive conversations with like-minded uh, people would be great. Um, but whatever happens next week, I'm still going to put out a, another podcast. Um, whether we have, uh, you know, Dynamite next week or they cancel it all together or anything, I'm at least going to put out a podcast just to, you know, 
just to talk some more pro wrestling, maybe I'll go over another pay-per-view, like an old pay-per-view, um, and, and talk about that. But, um, that's it for me, guys. I will see you on the next one. So you can call me Legion, but we are many. You are one, we have plenty. You have some, you're taking this so serious, but I'm only doing this for fun. You're walking backwards while I run, met with doubt, cause you're out done. Open my mouth as I erupt, regretting what you just begun. You're never stopping me, you're never stopping this. You never saw me coming, but you must acknowledge this. So I'll just bring the heat and leave them powerless to try to step to me. So maybe you should crawl a bit.